nearly four years after she watched her son, Neil Harris Jr., walk out of her house on Long Island, Susan Hurlbert learned that he had died of a bleeding gastric ulcer. He was homeless and alone in Riverside Park in Manhattan. People who live around Riverside Park knew her son by another name. He called himself Stephen. Neighbors say he was a quiet man who sat day after day for years on a bench near 74th Street. He didn't talk to people. He didn't talk to himself. He rarely accepted help. And in March 2017, when he was found dead, neighbors mourned. They set up an altar of flowers and drawings on what they called Stephen's Bench. They held a memorial service, never knowing his real name. On Sunday, this same community opens its arms to Hurlbert and the rest of the family in a second memorial service at the Christian Community Church on 74th Street. They will mourn Stephen by his real name, Neil Harris Jr. But his family won't be able to visit his graveyard. New York City law prevents them from doing that. WBAI caught up with Neil's mother by telephone. Neil is buried on Hart Island, which is um, called Pottersfield. And um, he's there because when he was found, he was he was deceased, he was missing, he was homeless, and he was unidentified. And um, when I was, you know, found out that it was my son, I wanted to go and visit the grave site and everything, and I found out I had to go get permission from the um, Department of Corrections. And it was, you know, horrible just even getting in touch with them, first of all. None of your listeners have any way to visit that island and it's extremely difficult even for people who have loved ones buried on our island to visit. New York City Council member Mark Levine. It's because of this uh, Dickensian arrangement on the island where the management of the burial operation is uh, under the control of the Department of Corrections which has inmates who do the burial work. Which means that the island is a secure facility. No one can visit without an armed escort. And that includes families who are going to grieve for a loved one who's buried there. Melinda Hunt is the founder of Heart Island Project, an organization advocating to open Heart Island to the public. Hunt is concerned about Susan Hurlbert and families like hers. She's working through a process of having lost a child, which is in itself a huge thing for a mother. To have him missing for so long and just not knowing. And then on top of all of that, now she has to deal with the penal system. And they should not be part of anybody's recovery from a loss. Mark Levine says you can look at how societies have dealt with poor people to tell a lot about their values. New York has a lot to answer for in the way that we have dealt with the indigent, um, the forgotten in death here in New York City. For a century and a half, uh, we have sent them to a place that's uh, literally out of sight and, and therefore out of mind of almost everyone in the city. It's an isolated island out in the Long Island Sound, a beautiful island, an island with a lot of history, but a place that we've 
deliberately kept off limits and out of mind. Levine says this is a burial ground of one million souls. Those buried on Hart Island are people who died of AIDS, people who had cholera, unclaimed bodies, people who can't afford a funeral, marginalized New Yorkers. Levine has a bill that would move responsibility for burials on Hart Island from the Department of Corrections to the Medical Examiner's Office. Honestly, any other agency in the city that would be better than Department of Corrections. It could be the Human Resource Administration. It could be the Department of Homeless Services because none of them would carry the the security uh, limitations that Department of Corrections does. New York City Council member Yadonis Rodriguez plans to be at the memorial service on Sunday. He also has a bill regarding Hart Island. I hope very soon that they should be able to give another look to this bill to be able to pass the control of Hart Island to the Department of Park to renovate those buildings that they are there, that they are deteriorating and to be able to turn those buildings as a museum of the death. Melinda Hunt says the change is being held up by New York City's mayor. Most members of the city council would like to see uh, the bill passed so that uh, parks would take over management of Hart Island. Uh, mayor de Blasio thinks that the Department of Correction is doing a better job than the parks department could do. So in addition to the pain of family members not having access to Hart Island, Levine points out another major problem. During Superstorm Sandy, the island was totally underwater, and even minor storms disinter some of the buried bodies. And so it's now become common after a major storm to find uh, human remains washing up on City Island and nearby parts of the Bronx. Um, that's just a horrifying, horrifying thought. And the medical examiner has been brought in to identify the remains to confirm that they are human body parts and identified which bones they are. So we know for a fact uh, these are human remains that have been disinterred. So it's not the kind of thing we can just get back to in five or ten years. This is an ongoing crisis and it really should shock New Yorkers. And so we need immediate action to solve this problem and we're going to continue to fight for that. Levine says if Hart Island was off the coast of Tribeca in lower Manhattan, the problem would have been solved a generation ago. And that's why council members are trying to pass legislation to change management of the site and to provide greater public access. Hunt looks forward to this prospect. It would be great if that memorial service could actually take place at gravesite right? Where we could all be out there thinking, wow, this is really a great place. Why wouldn't anybody want to be buried on Hart Island? As for Hurlbert, she is scheduled to visit Hart Island in March of 2019. She'll be escorted to a plastic pipe in the ground at a specific GPS location where her son was buried in a mass grave. She can bring with her, at most, three others. This is the first time we're going to see his gravesite, we're going to visit it for the very, very first time. So, you know, I mean, his sister wants to go, his niece wants to go, everybody wants to go. It just seems cruel, you know, that I have to look at family members and say, I'm sorry, you can't come. Meanwhile, the memorial service on 74th Street near Riverside Park will bring some peace to the family who waited day after day for Harris to come home. Jessica Brockington, WBAI, New York.